Good morning, folks. This is Joel Martin with you for The Everlasting Word. Now, today we're going to talk about a subject that is very common. It is very basic, but I think it's a subject that we tend to take for granted. We overlook, and sometimes we think our trust in the Lord is stronger than it really is. But if we'll look in Proverbs chapter 3, we're going to read verse 5. For verse 5 reads, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Now, trust is something, this old sinful nature that we have, some, some, that, that, that's something that's kind of contrary to our own sin nature. We, we tend to, we don't want to trust what we can't see. For the Bible tells us that the just shall walk by faith and not by sight. Now, if we gave, gave trust a definition, it is a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Now, notice how it starts out. The definition of trust is firm belief. Now, it doesn't say sight, and it doesn't say anything else. It says firm belief, and that's what we need to have in our Lord because <clears throat> we've seen him, those of us that are truly born again, we've seen our Lord with an eye of faith. Yes, we've experienced our Lord through the person of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we have, but we're not going to see him eye to eye until we meet him in glory. Now, for it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And we think about the kind of people that we've trusted throughout our lives. And I, 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 the first people that comes to mind are my parents, because I, as I was growing up as a child, I could completely trust what my mother told me, what my daddy told me. And with a childlike faith, I trusted them. It didn't matter how scared I was. didn't matter how afraid I was. didn't matter how confused I was. But with a childlike faith, I trusted my parents. And that is the same relationship that God wants with us. No matter how confused we are, scared we are, confused we are, that we trust him with a childlike faith. And I think sometimes that we begin to think of think more highly of ourselves than we should, and we kind of dismiss that childlike faith. But now, there's going to be times in our life where our faith is, our trust in the Lord, rather, is tested. Now, <clears throat> I don't like tests. You don't like tests. But, if we're not tested, our trust and our faith is never going to get stronger and it's never going to mature. Now, if you've been listening for the last few weeks, kind of the underlying theme of my messages here in the last few weeks has been when things get completely out of control and you can't do anything about it. No matter what you try, nothing works. Now, we, we are put through these trials when it seems like we're completely helpless and the purpose of these trials 
is to get us to trust and depend on our Lord and Savior more than we did yesterday. Trust in him more tomorrow than we did today. It's to grow that and mature that and to realize that all of our strength, all of our power comes from him and him alone. For, for Jesus said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. For in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, Peter writes to the Christians that are scattered abroad, he says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. Now, notice how, have you ever been in these circumstances where you think, well, how'd I get here? What on earth is happening to me? What kind of strange thing is happening to me? But we have to understand that the same God that was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace will be the same God that will walk with me and the same God that will walk with you through the fiery trial that is refining you and that is perfecting you to the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. But Peter says, think it not strange. Now, I know a lot of times it's tempting to think, what on earth is going on here? But Peter said, but Peter says, think it not strange in the fiery trial. What does fire do? Fire purifies. Fire gets out impurities. Fire refines. Fire strengthens. Fire hardens. Fire prepares us. And that's what our Lord is doing. As we sing those songs as a child, as a child, that he is still working on me. But how we react, how we are to react to when we get in these trials, Peter instructs us to think it not strange. I know sometimes it's hard, but he says, don't think, don't think about this strange thing. Just trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Now, as we look in first Peter chapter one, verse seven, Peter writes, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, there's that word again, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now, there is a purpose for the trial of our faith. It's preparing us to meet him. When when we are when the bride is presented to Jesus Christ, we will be prepared and it will bring honor and it will bring praise and it will bring glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. And we think about how precious gold is. And we look at we think about history, how that people died when they were going out trying to mine gold and stuff. Are we willing to lay our faith and trust the Lord? Uh, are we really willing to lay that on the line as much as people did when they were going out mining for gold? How precious that is. But see, the trying of our faith is so precious. And what happens is we need to learn to see the big picture in this as we're tried, as our faith goes through that fiery trial each and every passing day, we become more and more Christ-like each and every day. And we become more of a witness each and every 
every day to people around us and they see Christ in us. They see the impurities of this world being shed off of us. Those layers of that onion is coming off of us. Each and every passing day, we're becoming more and more Christ-like and we become more and more of a witness for Christ. But we need to trust in the Lord with all our heart, not part of our heart, all our heart. And that's where a lot of times we come short because we want to leave a little bit of our heart for the world, a little bit of this. We want to leave this little corner over here. No, we can't do that. For the Bible teaches us that you cannot serve God and mammon. In other words, you can't serve God and the world. We either got to be all in or all out. But see, and then it goes on and it says, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Now, how many times, and I, I can only speak for myself, but and I wish I had a tick mark where I wrote it down, but how many times in my life when I prayed and I say, Lord, I don't understand. I don't understand. In other words, I'm trying to lean on my own understand. God is doing, trying to do a perfect work in me. He's sending, he's putting me through these trials to do a perfect work in me. I cannot understand perfection. No matter how hard I try, I cannot understand perfection. That's why we just need to trust in what the Lord is doing. We need to lean on him, not lean on our own understanding. Just lean on him and, and say, Lord, thy will be done. I trust you, Lord. I cannot see the big picture. I'm just looking through a cloudy glass. I cannot see it. But Lord, I'm trusting you that you're going to get me. As Jesus told the disciples, get in the boat and go to the other side. The disciples did not realize, they did not understand what they might be faced with before they got to the other side. And a lot of times they didn't understand how they were going to get to the other side. And it's the same with you and I. We don't know what we're going to encounter. We don't know what we're going to face, but we got to trust him that through his power, then through his authority, that we will get to the other side. But trying to lean on our own understanding is not going to get us there. And then it says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge God to this lost and dying world. Acknowledge him. Let people know that, yes, God Almighty then Jesus Christ, that, that I pray in the name of Jesus. Yes, I believe in God. Yes, he has saved my soul. Yes, I depend on him for him to direct my paths for in his paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And let this lost and dying world know that who you depend on and God will direct thy paths. And it says, and this one's key, be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Now, I know throughout my life that I've tried to be wise in my own eyes, only to stumble, only to fail, only to sin, thinking that I could handle it. But the Bible instruct, instructs us not to be wise in our own eyes. 
that we are to fear the Lord and depart from evil. We don't wait until we get knee deep in evil. We flee from the very appearance of it. And all of this tells us that it shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. But we need to realize and think about how much do we really, truly trust in the Lord. And we need to take an inventory and ask ourselves, what do we really trust in? What are we really trusting? And friends, if you're out there and you've never been saved, you've never had that point where you've trusted the Lord to save your soul. I pray that if the Lord is convicting your spirit and convicting your heart and drawing him and drawing you unto him, I pray that you just confess the fact that you're a sinner and you believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you ask the Lord Jesus to save your soul, if you pray that with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, and you pray that sincerely unto him, and trust him, he will save your soul, and your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life, and your eternity will be with him in heaven forever, but then that faith that trust just started. Friends, it is to grow, it is to mature, and it is to strengthen. But I think we really do need to stop and take an inventory and ask ourselves, how much do we really trust in the Lord? But that's today's message. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I hope uh, it's been a help to you. This is Joel Martin.